And we are back. We are back. And Alan, it's yes. good to be back. It's so good to be back. Believe it or not, I, th- I think this is our 16th episode. Is that right? No, 17th. It's got to be 17. It's got to be 17. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Daniel. Yeah. You know what else is 17? What? Anderson Vrajao's number. Nice. It's a good reference, man. Shout out, shout out to uh, Andy Vrajao. The wild thing. Wild thing. Not not from the movie Major League. Also a Cleveland, a Cleveland legend. So two Cleveland legends, both nicknamed Wild Thing. You know what else? Um, what other movies awesome? What from Cleveland? Draft Day. Oh, I love Draft Day. Yeah, David now, Putney. Pump you know, you know cool like it. what other movies awesome? What? More than a game. Oh, I was actually just watching that. Yeah. Yesterday. Like the beginning of it. I just like seeing LeBron as an eighth grader dunking like it's nothing. Just you were doing game. that, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Basket was a little lower, you know. Right, four feet. What, what was it at? Uh, five, five. Five. But I was, I was throwing down windmills. You you were jellying before they even knew what that was. Yeah, exactly. Love that. But no, it's like the coolest thing. You know, there's Joey Fam and Jam Fam, like the high school ballers. You know, they have the, these like different groups. They're both jelly. They're both like these like different words for the same same food. You know. Dare I say synonym? Ooh, Daniel. Wow. Guess what? You That's know what? You know what types of people are always great with language? What? Guess. Linguists? Politicians. Ooh. But, Daniel. Yeah. You know who's who's even better with language? Who? Politicians and sports radio guys. I mean, but that seems like a very small subset of people. I mean, what if I told you that we have one on today? Is, Is this a 30 for 30? What, what if, if I, I told, told you? you? Daniel. Yeah. Who, by the way, who do you think had a better radio voice? Me or our guest today, Steve Solomon? Ooh, I don't know. It's very close. I think we have to let our listeners decide. Who has a better radio voice? Alan or our special guest today, Steve Solly Solomon? Um, I guess you, just have to, you guys just have to find out. And let us know. Yeah, let us know. Enjoy the interview. We'll see you on the other side. We now welcome to the pod Steve Solomon. He is a radio personality for the Team 980 and for SB Nation Radio. He is also running for Montgomery County Council at Large in Maryland. You can check out his website at votestevesolomon.com. We are honored to have Steve, or as he is better known, Solly, on the pod today. (laughs) Thank you, guys. It's good to be on. Glad to do it. Awesome. So, um, as a as a local guy, what was it like seeing the Caps finally finally win, win the championship, finally make it to the top? It, it was pretty cool. I mean, they, they've been here. They got here just before I was born. So, as you can tell, I'm old. I was born in the 70s, and uh, they've had uh, just uh, a, a tough time through the years, and a lot of dedicated Caps fans. I think uh, 
hockey is, as you guys probably know, a, a bit of a niche sport in some markets. And the Redskins kind of dominate here. And since we've got the Nats back, they're pretty big. But the Caps have their loyal fans. And as someone who's worked, uh, I used to work the Caps broadcast. We used to have the rights to them for several years. I used to produce the games 15 years ago and uh, always, always thought the team was – you know, close. And once they got Ovechkin, it, it, it took a while and there were always high hopes. But uh, I, I'm happy for the fans and I'm happy for all the guys I know who are, are on the broadcast. Al Koken, who's been doing the Caps games for 40 years wow. and who was my uh, my colleague at, uh, at 980 for many years. Uh, I'm just real happy for Al. I got to see him a couple of days ago and, and it, it's just very cool for guys like him and and the broadcasters like Joe Beninati and Craig Lachlan, who have been mm. doing this forever, uh, and and they're just elated. And uh, it was it was real fun at the parade. That didn't go, but we had we had our station was down there yesterday, and just a lot of fun, uh, just exuberance. We had uh, uh, Alan May and Craig Lachlan and John Walton, the current voice of the Caps. They all right. may have had a, a beverage or two to enjoy the celebration. <laughs> So it, it was a good time, and, and I'm happy for them and, uh, and, and, and all the Caps fans. Are you guys, you guys big Caps fans? <laughs> no, I'm a Rangers fan. <laughs> oh, Rangers. Yeah. Oh, that's a- <laughs> and, and, and I'm a Cleveland guy, so um, we don't really have a team, but I'm a little bit of a Blue Jackets fan. Okay, yeah, Blue Jackets. Yeah, <laughs> you, you guys went right through us this year. Well, so. it started good, 2 nothing Blue Jackets. They thought – we thought – we were talking, oh, another year of the Caps failing in the playoffs. Oh, no. But, I, okay. I was it, counting on that, so whatever. <laughs> I um, Watching the Caps win this championship, it reminded me a lot of in 2016 when the Cleveland Cavaliers won the championship. Really similar type of story. Like, right. you see, you guys haven't had a championship for – a long, long time, or even a um, conference championship. And it was the same type of vibe with the Cavs. And I remember uh, seeing, like like you were saying, something so cool is to see the announcers, how happy they are. And I remember the Cleveland legends like Fred McLeod, um, Austin Carr, um, seeing a, um, a Terry Pluto, how excited these guys were. It, it was really, really cool. Cool. I um so coming up World Cup in a couple days. Are you a soccer fan? Yeah, I mean, uh, about three years and ten months a year. uh, Not really, but uh, when the World (laughs) Cup happens, you know, uh, I get excited for it. It's it's a pretty cool thing. It's it's like the only thing except the Olympics that's a total international kind of thing. Like I know there's only thirty two countries in it, and not us this time, sadly, but uh, it, it really gets the world excited. And I watch it. I try to watch it as much as possible. They have like, I guess it's uh, it's in Russia this year, so it's on it at, uh, at, at what six, seven, eight hours later there. I don't really know, but um, yeah. it's on Fox this year. But I, I'm sure with the U.S. not in it, it's not going to be as exciting for a lot of fans here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't even remember the last time the U.S. wasn't in it. It must be. 70s or 80s i don't even know but uh i don't know yeah but uh but i I, i'm excited for it i I like to watch it it kind of it kind of sucks that uh this year i'm literally like two weeks from this election so i have to spend every (laughs) second every free second uh 
campaigning to convince people to vote for Steve Solomon. So it's, <laughs> it's tough. Like I'll be, I'll be doing that all, uh, all weekend this weekend and next weekend, but, but luckily it goes on for a whole month. So like by, I think it's from like June 14 to like July 12th or something. So yeah. you get to the later round. So, so I like it. Uh, I can't say I'm a big soccer fan uh, the rest of the year. You know, I don't, I don't really even know much about DC United uh, or, I mean, they, they have a title too. They have a bunch of titles, but everyone was like, oh, this Caps <laughs> yeah. first, first DC title since the Redskins 26 years ago. Yeah. And all the, all the DC United fans are like, hey, hey, we won four, you know. So you, you guys soccer fans at all? You got the Columbus crew out there for you, Alan, right? Right, and right. Yeah. So um, I'm a little bit of an MLS fan, but I'm more of a – I'm a huge USA soccer fan. Cool. And also um, – I also, oh yeah, I was going to say that, um, Daniel, do you remember when we figured out that USA wasn't in the World Cup? What do you mean? We were both in the library together when we figured out when we lost oh, yeah. the game. Studying, so, hitting the books. So to everyone listening, kids stay in school. Stay in school, right? kids. Steve, do you agree? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I was a fine student at the University of Maryland there, yeah. spending many, many hours in McKeldin and Hornbake Library. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I, They're still there, right? Yeah, yeah still there. <laughs> still there. And, I'm so old, they had, they had microfiche back then, if you guys even know what that is. I have no what idea what that is. That? Oh, my God. So, like, I went to school in, like, the mid-90s there, and internet was sort of just starting, so... I just got my, I think my first email was, uh, you know, Steve Solomon at wham.umd.edu. Do they still do wham? Is that the school email? What is still? wham? No, <laughs> I guess not. Do they, I mean, they issue you like a, a UMD email, right? Yeah. 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 That, that's what they used to do back then too. Okay. So like, it was, it was so new, like, uh, that, that, you know, I think I was like, you know, I was 18 when I got my first email. So imagine that it's, uh. I don't even remember what life was like before email and the internet, but yeah. I guess I lived 18 years without it. I don't yeah. remember, but, but yeah, like the libraries, they had computers, I guess, but every book or an old newspaper was on microfiche. It's called ask, ask your folks one day. They'll tell you what microfiche, <laughs> microfilm were. you'd have to like scroll. They did like shrink newspapers down to like this tiny print and you'd scroll through old newspapers. Is oh, okay. well, <laughs> today's generation would say things like, wait, what's even a newspaper? I'm like 10 years too late on that too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quick question. Don't want to put you on the spot, but what dorm were you in freshman year? Oh, I was everywhere. I was in Ellicott. Okay. okay. One year. I was in Cumberland. Nice. And, and then Wacomico was oh, where I was. Wacomico. Was I, I got I got into Wacomico and my senior year I got a single room in Wacomico. Uh oh. So I stayed there for two more years. I, I went a little longer than four years, but uh, That's okay. yeah, I was I was, uh, I was there. What, do they have air conditioning in the dorms yet? <laughs> Some of them. Uh, I didn't. I, I, I was in Worcester. No, no AC. Oh, okay, really? They still don't have it. Oh my gosh! Because I mean, some of them, they they built new ones, but yeah. The um, we yeah, were, it, it, we recorded. Yeah, Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying we had no AC there, and like in September it was still hot. 
And by May, it was hot again, especially if you have no air conditioning. So we had like window fans everywhere. And Uh how about this? We didn't have cable. They didn't uh, they didn't offer cable when I was there. So like all we had was, you know, four, five, seven and nine NBC, ABC, like the the networks. Yeah, yeah. It was so, you know, terrible. <laughs> like, but, but, but it's fine. You have Netflix, so it's fine. Now you do, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, this was in the day when there was no cable, no internet, you know, barely. <laughs> so there was no Netflix yet. Yeah. Daniel, but, and uh, Daniel and I once recorded a podcast in his room without air conditioning. Oh, yeah. We had oh, yeah. I heard, that. I heard that one. All the fans. When, I, when I'm after I'm at Daniel, I checked out his podcast and listened to you guys. I'm like, oh. They're, they're funny. I like them. So, uh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Listen to the Twix stuff, the, the being really hot. Uh, in one room. <laughs> yeah. That, that was that. So, so cool. Cool. Yeah. It was, it was awful. Like when you, without air conditioning, I remember that. It was just, just I, al- I almost tweeted out a picture of, um, me and all of my sweat, but we decided to spare the listeners. <laughs> That's not no really- to see that. That's yeah. right. So, <laughs> Um, you were talking about um, your um, what's it called? Your campaign. I forgot the word. Yeah. For a second. What sport analogy could you compare a political campaign process to? Oh man, that's 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 interesting because uh, it's totally new for me. I'm just a, a, I've been a regular Joe for 41 years. Never ran for office, and so in the last year, I've I've learned a lot about how campaigns work and 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 <laughs> the weirdness of it and trying to run for office but um i don't know it's it's probably like you know learning a new sport and trying to <laughs> be good at it like you know a sport you never played before not like basketball or, or, or foot or baseball or something you know if i if i picked up uh, a, a lacrosse stick which i never played <laughs> yeah. tried, to, tried to learn that like i, I can't even I don't know if either of you guys ever played lacrosse, but like, you know, what cradling the ball, I guess. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. fall. English. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know what the, what do you do to, in lacrosse, but let's, you know, uh, you can't even, well, you have to run and like make sure the ball doesn't fall out of the stick. So it's, it's, it's learning from, from nothing uh, basically about campaigning. So, but, uh, but it's been interesting. Like, uh, I've, I've met a lot of great people. I've really learned about how we're counting run and uh what we do good and what we don't do so good and uh a lot of people have been good to me i mean uh uh uh, you know a few people i've met have listened to me on the radio they they seem to like me and and are helping me out a little bit uh a few people hear that i'm on the radio and they don't like me so much they're like ah what's this radio guy gonna do for our county you know what does he know but uh you know we'll see how it goes i i just want to just want to do some good for the community. I think, you know, we, we do public service on the radio. I think we entertain people. You know, that's what you guys are trying to do. Make a show. People listen, hopefully like it, uh, enter, get entertained a little bit. That's, that's the, that's the whole point, I guess, of podcasts and radio is, is for me is to, you know, make people laugh, entertain them a little bit and do some good. And we do that in radio. And then hopefully I can do that as a, a Montgomery County councilman. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. And I think it's a good time to announce uh, Stock and Shop Pod officially endorses Steve yes. Solomon. All right. The Montgomery County Council at Large in Maryland. That, that is one of my, one of my only endorsements because yes. let me tell you, 
a lot of places do not want to endorse someone who they don't know. And <laughs> well, we, we, we know you. We know you. I really think we'll win. So I'm glad to have Alan and Daniel, the whole Sock and Chef team, endorsing me. Thank you. I appreciate it. And, <laughs> I'll put and, that on my bumper stickers. Yeah. Can, can, you, um, can you guarantee – um, air conditioning at the university. <laughs> that's true. I promise. Uh, what's that's also something I learned. You got to promise things that there's no chance you'll actually. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's the secret of campaigning. Absolutely. Should we, should oh, we cut man, that out? Yeah, no, we'll have 10,000 BTU air conditioners in every dorm room, even though, uh, Perfect. I guess Maryland's in PG County. So I have no jurisdiction. <laughs> I'd have no jurisdiction over there. Details. Right across the line there. It's fine. <laughs> it's all the same. Yeah. Maryland. Well, We'll carry it. We'll bring him to the border. We'll just carry him in. Just find a way. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, pivoting back to sports a little bit. Sure. Back to you know. I thought we're a politics podcast, Daniel. Hey, <laughs> you never know. A little of everything. That's what I've learned. You can't be all sports. You can't be all politics. You gotta, you gotta mix it up to entertain everybody. Like balance. you know, it's food. About, it's all about balance. Everyone likes food, right? Like the Twix. You know, everyone can identify with that. We all eat Twix, right? Yeah. You know? We don't. We don't. We don't bite it like it's a. Uh, I, 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 I don't want to rant again about it. It was so bad. <laughs> it, it's too emotional the metro, for Daniel. Have, you know, in the metro, going to DC, and I see these two. This couple. Sharing a Twix in the worst way. I, can you can you do something in, in politics to get rid of it? If elected, I will outlaw that. You can only eat one half of the Twix on your own, and the other person eat the other half. That exactly. will yes. And even if you're by yourself, you exactly, can't just take a bite out of the. Uh. <laughs> okay, That's what... so so we just finished the NBA Finals. Yeah, and um. Are the Warriors ruining the NBA, and why? <laughs> I don't know if they're ruining the NBA. I mean, I'm sure the other 29 teams don't like them. Um, but it, it, it does there's, – there's, there's the paradox in sports of do you want dynasties? Are they good for the sport? Like, has, has Connecticut basketball – you know, that's brought attention to women's basketball because – uh, you know, 20 years ago, I don't think anyone knew anything about women's basketball unless you were a diehard fan. But ev- now everyone knows that the UConn women are this, you know, they win everything in Gino Oriema. So I think it's a it's a good thing to draw attention. And, and, and darn, you know, the ratings have been pretty good. People watch the Warriors and, and the Cavs, even though they kind of expect them to be in the finals. But uh, I, I'm kind of tired of them, you know. I'm, I'm sure uh, yeah. Cavs fans like Allen are tired of them. They 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 want uh, they want to yeah. break them up. Maybe Durant can go somewhere else I'll, now. Th- th- this is my opinion, like quite simply, like the Warriors were 73 and nine, and then they went and had the second best player in the world. What can you do? Exactly. What can you do about it? I know. I forgot that they were. They set the record before Durant even got there. You know. Yeah. Oh, the, the, Curry and Thompson and Draymond, yeah. the so-called best team of all time, added the second yeah. best player in the world. <laughs> but they still lost. They still lost last year or two years yeah. ago, right? Yeah. That, that's why you gotta enjoy the moment. You never know. Exactly. That might be it for Cleveland for a while. <laughs> for, hey. I mean. I don't, you know, I don't think the Browns are winning anytime soon. And, and, and 
if LeBron's gone, the Cavs aren't <laughs> either. So, hey, it might be that it might be nothing for the for DC fans for a long right. time too. I mean, uh, the Redskins aren't going anywhere anytime so, soon. So, Steve, I, I got to take you up on something. You said <gasps> the Browns aren't going to do anything anytime soon. I strongly disagree. Oh, all right. It's there. The, it's Baker time it's there, ba- right? There must be a new Baker in town because these brownies are good. <laughs> <laughs> How bad is that? <laughs> if, uh, if Josh Gordon can stay clean for a few months, you know, right. you never know what they can do, right? Yeah. The, and, and I really love all the moves that we've been doing. And one thing I really wanted to do, and as a Redskins fan, I want to hear your thoughts about this. I wanted to go and get Alex Smith. I thought he would have been uh, – perfect bridge quarterback are you excited about him being in dc yeah i mean uh if we were gonna lose kirk we needed somebody that I, I i didn't want them to go with uh, a you know josh allen or uh or sam darnold or baker because it you're you're in for at least most likely a, a 50 50 chance of him even being good you know uh we had Wentz and Goff, who are both good, and then you've had years where you've had draft picks, as we know here in D.C., Heath Schuler was the highest drafted Redskins quarterback. Not so good. Uh, the Achilles Smiths of the world. And and for, so for every guy who turns out awesome, there's a guy who turns out to be a dud. So I didn't want them to do that. I was glad there weren't many other options, I guess, than, than going and trading for Alex Smith. If they were going to lose Kirk, they, they couldn't really – Trust Colt McCoy to be their starter. I don't think you can get fans excited about that. So I like Alex Smith. You know, he's he won in Kansas City. He's not gonna uh, break any records or anything. And and but he's he's solid. You know, he's 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 a solid quarterback. And I think with they stay healthy with Jordan Reed and if uh, Josh Doxson turns out to be the star they think he can be, then then Alex Smith can can do well here. So you think they they should have gotten him and Mayfield? So, yeah, I think Smith would have been the perfect bridge quarterback. But looks like if Baker was their guy, it seems like Tyrod Taylor has a very similar skill set to Baker. That's true. I like him, too. I thought he was very good in Buffalo. And they just didn't like him there, I guess. And, And they didn't have much. I mean, he didn't have much to throw to there. I think he's got better weapons in Cleveland than he did in, in Buffalo. I mean, at least Gordon and Duke Johnson are, are playmakers. They can make stuff happen. And, so, and they also um, signed Carlos Hyde. They got yeah. they got um, what's Jarvis Landry. Uh, yeah, Chubb. They have Chubb. That's right. That's right. And oh, I'm, I'm keep on going. You, you got me going. Um, and <laughs> also at tight end, you got David and Joku, Seth Duvall, really solid players. And also keep your eye out for this Antonio Callaway. I think he was a fourth round pick from Florida wide receiver. He had some off the field issues, but they said he would have been um, probably a first-round pick. So, And he's been doing great so far. So there's a lot to like in Cleveland. Yeah. And, I retract that. The Browns are close to a title. How about that? I retract No, them. I'm, I'm going to get you to say we're division champs. You know our linebacking well, core? Oh, boy. <laughs> I would yeah. say 
our linebacking court is top five in the NFL. Oh, my God. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Jamie Collins, former pro bowler. Yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe Schobert, pro bowler. Christian Kirksey, great middle linebacker. And we just signed <laughs> Michael Kendricks from the Eagles. Oh, that's right, from the Eagles. Yeah. Steve, you have no idea what you just opened. I know. I, 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 after, after we're done, he's going to call me up and we're gonna, we're, he's going to go. Yeah. Off air. I'll, I'll close it. I'll close it. So, <laughs> getting back getting back to the Redskins, we have um, some fantasy football fans that listen to the pod, including myself. If you had to, um, <laughs> which Redskins wide receiver do you think is the guy to get? Doxon, Paul Richardson, um, who else do they got? They have one other one. Crowder. Yeah. Slow up Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Richardson. I mean, he was pretty good in Seattle, but he might have been that way because he had Russell Wilson and a good defense and a couple of good complimentary receivers. He's kind of the a guy here now. Him and Doxson are, are the two. Uh, the two. The two guys. They'll be in there every down. Crowder. Hopefully he can he can recapture what he did his, his rookie year where he's just a lot of, of completions a lot of short passes and if you're if you're in a PPR league I had him in his first year he was great because I don't know what he caught like you know eighty passes something like that for for I forget how many yards but he was very good in his first couple of years and uh, uh, you know last year too but but uh, but he's solid he'll catch you sixty seventy catches you can guarantee it he's healthy I, I like him I, I know he doesn't I don't think he gets as many big plays as we're going to expect out of Richardson or Doxson but they didn't have many other weapons <laughs> besides him when when Doxson was hurt and Reed were hurt I mean Crowder was the only weapon on offense so they, they, it might be a tough situation fantasy wise for Redskins receivers because we have three that could contribute and might you know eat into each other's stats so uh, I'm sure that the, the fantasy pundits would probably tell you to stay away from Redskins receivers or uh, don't draft them till pretty late, I would think. Okay, so uh, last question. Pivoting back right. to basketball. That, that was a bit of a pun. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, I get you. Pivot like in basketball. I, I missed it. So, Alan, in basketball, yeah. pivoting is where – Oh, I got you. I okay, got you. okay, good. Okay, Sorry. quick. So, you know, the finals just ended. We talked about the Warriors, but, you know, election on the line. Where's LeBron going? Oh, boy. What? Why does the election have to be on the line, Dan? Sorry, I, I just wanted to like, get a good answer, you know? I got you. Obviously, obviously. I I'm not going to guarantee that I'll be a wizard if I get elected. I don't think I can make that happen. Probably but, not, uh, but but you do have our endorsement either way. So all right, all right, all right. I I think for Allen's sake and all the fans in Cleveland's sake, I think he stays. Let's I go! think he, I don't think he wants to go through what he went through last time when he left Cleveland the first time, and was just vilified by the mm-hmm. city, by the league, by the whole world as a you know he's going to Miami to win these titles with Wade and Bosch and this form the super team. I don't think he can go to like Houston or gosh, golden State or Boston. It'd just be, 
he'd be looked because Durant was looked at a little bit that way when he left after nine years as was as an Oklahoma City guy to join this super team. And and he had a pretty good reputation before that. And and not, not that he's a bad guy or anything, but it 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 you know, it's like, oh, he just went to win this thing. So if LeBron joins one of those super teams and and I don't think he would do that. I think he's gonna stay in Cleveland, find a way to get a couple of stars from somewhere to come play with him to, to help this team. Because, I mean, he carried a, a bunch of mediocre guys to the NBA Finals. And if 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 Houston had beaten uh, Golden State, who knows what could have happened. LeBron right. could have had another title. Yeah. But uh, So he, if, he, if he's, he's still got three or four years of, of being the best player in the world, at least. So I think he'll – if he gets another star in Cleveland there with him, with Kevin Love, or maybe without Kevin Love, uh, he could do it. So I think he'll stay there and, and, and just be uh, more beloved by all the Cleveland fans. All, all right, you heard it here first. LeBron is definitely staying in Cleveland. <laughs> Absolutely. The Steve Solomon guarantee. Guaranteed. I tell you, if I'm elected to the Montgomery County Council, he will stay in Cleveland. Wow. Guaranteed. So um, thank you so much for coming on. Sure, man. This was fun. I, I enjoyed it, guys. Yeah, uh, yeah. Too. So remember, go to uh, votestevesolomon.com for more information. Remember, if you're in Maryland, June 26th. June 26th, right? Yeah, June 26th. If you're a Montgomery County Democrat, come on out. I need your vote. Uh, also, uh, early voting is June 14 through 21 every day. Uh, 11 different locations around the county. So if you're out of town June 26th or you, you don't want to make it that day, there's, these are the primaries, so there's no crowds. So don't worry about that. It's easy to vote. You can go on in and vote. Just uh, just Google yeah. Montgomery County voting to find the closest place near you. And, uh, and if, if, if you also have any um, questions, feel free to email votestevesolomon at gmail.com. Sure. Anything you want to know, I'm available. And I, I'm pretty sure Steve Solomon is the only candidate in this election to have the full endorsement of the Sock and Shaft pod. And I hope so. Yeah, I, I hope we, you're not- we, don't, we, we don't throw that around lightly. Good, good. I mean, I hope you're not endorsing another candidate. Oh. That'd be bad. Although it's okay. We, we are not. I, don't worry. We wouldn't dream of Some organizations endorse multiple candidates because there are four spots on the county council at large. So I can understand if, if you want to go find Rich Godfrey, he's a good man. But, you can endorse <laughs> Yeah, but we won't. Not, okay. Yeah, okay. we're not about that. <laughs> That's um, all right. Just, remember, he promises LeBron will go to Cleveland if, if elected. <laughs> he will yeah. get AC installed in every yes. single Maryland, University of Maryland College Park dorm. And right. he plans to pass the Equal Twix Act. <laughs> where you have to eat each Twix bar, each cookie, individual cookie by itself. You can't, you know. No other candidate is promising any of these things. All they're worrying about is like jobs and education, all the stuff no one even cares about. We care about LeBron, air conditioning, and Twix, don't we? That's yeah. right. And we that's care. what the average person cares about. So. Although I care about jobs and education too. And yeah, I will yeah. Stay, stay in school, kids. <laughs> stay in school. You know, go to fine institutions of learning like the University of Maryland one day and become become like us. So stay in yeah. school. Stay in school. Thank you so much. <laughs> Great having you. Thank you. Thank you. That was a fun one. That was one of my favorite interviews, easily. Yeah, I mean, compared to other 
other uh, podcasts. That's not saying so much because we've only had a few, but you know, it's still that was still a lot of fun. That was unreal. I yeah, I, I really like. I, I feel like there's something relating sports and politics. I just couldn't like put a finger on it. I really liked what he was saying though about um, it's like learning a new sport. Right. I mean, I it's just something that you know, it's 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 kind of a it's it's pretty inspiring that you know kind of like trying to go after something that's totally a, a total one eighty from what you you were doing before, you know. Right. It, it it kind of reminds me of not trying to eat the second piece of cake, you know. Uh, explain. Ooh, why did you gotta do I, me like that, Dan? I don't even know what you're saying there. What do you mean? It's like. Hmm. So, no. I'll... Do you do you want me to try something? Want me to explain a yeah, little bit? Yeah, can you try? Some sometimes you're so anchored in what you've been doing that you know you really you you become so like bogged down in what you were doing. It's hard to try to create a little bit of a a, a, a new a new start for you, a new a new beginning, if you will. And Alan. I chose my word. Cho- I chose my words very carefully there. Anchor. Yeah. Shout out to Anchor. Thank you, Anchor, for making our podcast dreams a reality. You know, we uh, conducted our interview today through Anchor. We're talking right now through Anchor, and they're uh, relatively new. Uh, I don't know exactly what it's called, but they're they're fu- they're feature that allows you to uh, record o- um, over the phone and just instantly connects you. And we're doing that right now. So, big shout out to Anchor. Yeah, and thank you for allowing me to say, um, give awful analogies like the piece of cake thing that I still haven't figured out. You still have no idea what he was talking Daniel, about. Daniel, that's okay. I-, I thought you, I don't even know. Can we move on? Yeah, let's do it. But just remember, um, votestevesolomon.com for more. Go to votestevesolomon.com for more information. And, um, and, he is the only candidate in any election ever to have sock and shop the uh, – Sock and Shaf, uh stamp of approval. Yeah, and just a um, on a serious note, I know, shocking. Um, you can really tell when a guy's a nice, genuine guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I really thought that came through. He was very engaging with us, really took the time out of his day, and we're really grateful for that. Yeah, definitely. So uh, let's, go, let's go into a little bit of uh, some of our takes. So since we last recorded – uh, the the uh, the Warriors won the finals. Surprise! They swept the Cavs. Allen. Yeah. What What are some of your feelings? Um, relieved. Happy. Happy. Relieved. Um, relieved. Why? It, it was It was rough. I think because I think at the end of the day, when LeBron decides to stay, he's going to do a good job of recruiting talent. A Paul George, a Demarcus Cousins. Maybe uh-huh. trade K Love for a guard. I saw CJ McCollum idea. I love that, mm-hmm. and I think next year when it's Cavs Warriors after we defeat the Celtics in four, um, <laughs> I think that we have a much better chance at them. We're better than the Warriors. It's just that the seventy three and nine team got the second best player in the world. So you're not better than the Warriors, Daniel. You like playing two K, right? I do enjoy playing 2K, yes. So, you know, when you do, like, a fantasy draft? 
Yeah, and, you don't get a team that good. And then I'm getting there. And then you do forced trades. Like, forced trades. <laughs> that's what it is. Forced trades are one of my favorite wor- like two words of my childhood. I never really believed in those. I was, like, too busy. Like, I need my team to be exactly right. I need all the Browns. You want to hear one of my worst um, moments growing up? I um, wow, I sound privileged, but yeah. I um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. is it is it a video game? Yeah, is it a video game. Now? Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Oh boy, I'm blessed, grateful. Um, yeah, I'm playing NBA twelve, whatever, eleven, ten, one of them, and. Yeah. It was the year the Cavs were rumored to get Amari Stoudemire. It might have even been Ooh. 09. And I traded for Amari in anticipation. So I was playing with uh, LeBron, Amari. And then we don't get Amari. We get Antoine Jameson. And it was awkward. Yeah. But like if you had to like choose like two semi-fairly like comparable players, not a bad choice. They're such different players, though. No, I mean, like, I think Amari was more prime Amari compared to Antoine was not as much in his prime at that point. But, you know, Antoine was very athletic in his prime. You know, all right. Do you um, remember how weird some of the shots were that Antoine used to put up? I just know his form was really high. You know what I'm saying? No, he used to throw up the weirdest shots. Check it out later. I'll check it out. And and, the, and listeners also check it out. You know, what a homework assignment. Right, Daniel. Don't it's summer, but you know, still still do some homework. I kind of forgot that we were recording there for a minute. Yeah, this is just fun stuff. Wow. No, this is raw. This is real. Can I say something else that's fun? Um, yeah, go for it. What was I saying? You know what people kind of overlooked? What? You know the Toronto Raptors of the mid to late two thousands. How do you say yeah. that? Two thousand. Okay. That's right. That's right. You're right. You got it. Okay. Cool. Um, the Washington Wizards were the Toronto Raptors back then. Mean it. Yeah. No matter what they did, the Cavs beat them. And they were usually the four seed. Right. They, 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 Gilbert Arenas. Karan Butler. Antoine Jameson. Deshaun Stevenson. Brendan, Brendan Haywood. Deshaun Stevenson. I remember I went to a, a Heat. Wizards game and like we my my family somehow got like really good tickets from a friend or something, and Stevenson hopped over the. No, we got him as a as a gift. It wasn't like we paid for him. Whatever. I was just trying to make not feel as <laughs> like, bad. Try, try, trying to um, pass off the one of the worst moments growing up was when I traded for Amari Stoudemire a video game and he didn't end up coming to the team. Oh, poor Alex. Yeah, I got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, um, so, Deshaun you, Stevenson. Do you have a moment like that so I don't feel as bad? No. I mean, okay. Well, I got really upset when I missed the first pick in my fantasy draft. I was going to get Peyton Manning. I ended up with Eli Manning, okay. even though I'm a Giants fan. Can I, I got really can I, just, Whatever. can I just rephrase what I was saying now that I, I – I don't think there's anything you can do to rephrase it and be like, oh, it's okay. Watch. I'll do it right now. You want to bet? Let's do it. One of my worst video gaming moments. There we go. That's that, lit. That, that that's good. I, I think I realized I just forgot a word in there. Video. Game. Yeah, yeah. All good. Yeah. All good. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so Deshaun Stevenson like hopped over the first row and was like five feet away from me. I was like, whoa. That's the whole story. And then is that? And then did you do? You can't see me to him. And then that's why. No, I, I I I wasn't close enough to do that. Wow. 
Um, yeah. Still, still, I enjoyed that. Daniel. Yeah. It's been really nice, like, smoozing and chilling with you, but yeah. you want to get into a little bit of an argument, a friendly argument? Yeah. Or maybe a not-so-friendly argument. Okay, Daniel, we are going to have our one of our favorite segments, Horns Up. Daniel. Horns Up. Like, you want to remind our, our, our listeners what Horns Up is? You know what? I, Just, we, I, I forgot myself, so why don't you remind me and the listeners? Ooh, nice. So, um, Horns Up is a game we like to play where one of us, we, we take something we both agree on, but one of us plays devil's advocate because arguing is fun. So, um, And by the way, Daniel, I want to clarify something. We do not yeah. really promote arguing in life. We promote, no, no. We, we, we promote doing it in the right um, we promote like no, I got it. I got it. I got arguing. it. Give me a second. I just in the right circumstances, meaning debate team. You know? Yeah. Mock what? Trial. Did you hear this? What? Shohei Otani's gonna be out till twenty twenty. They announced that officially. Oh, we, yeah. We have to do a oh hey Shohei, a sad oh hey Shohei today. But I don't think they, I, I think, I don't think they, um, I think there's, um, it was a report. There's, there's conflicting reports. One report says that he might be back in like a month or so. And one report says he's gonna, it depends if he has Tommy John. That's so Cleveland, you know, you know, he's not, he plays in LA. I, I know, but like, it's Cleveland to be like, he'll be back tomorrow or in three years. Like, right, right. that's what we said about LeBron, you know? So that, that was our quick Oh Hey Shohei update. Oh Hey Shohei, Wait, we hope you feel better. Did you catch my call, Daniel? What did you say? I said, we said that we said that about LeBron in 2011. Either he'll come back right. tomorrow or in three years, but I should have said four. Right. Okay. Well, you, you said, like, LeBron doesn't have a broken hand. Oh, but he, maybe he does. Yeah, you never know. Daniel, why don't you That That was bizarre, whatever. So uh, I got I, back to horns up. I got a little update, so my phone cut out a little, but whatever. That's okay. Hey, okay. that's okay. Um, so we both agree with this claim. Alan's going to take up the side of devil's advocate. I'm going to argue for. He's going to argue against. And uh, you know, you guys tell us who you think won. So here's the claim: Mike Trout is the best player in baseball. False. Explain why. Um. Daniel, yes, I'm a guy of statistics. Okay, are you going to try to use statistics to argue that Mike Trout is not the best player in baseball? Um, yes, because you're gonna you're gonna pull out one statistic that Alan, I can pull out the entire box score five, or the entire line. batting average. Mookie okay. Betts, three fifty two. Mike Trout, three oh nine. I'm going to counter that with the far more important on base percentage. 438, the AL leader for Trout. Give me one second. My Wi-Fi is cutting out. Oh. No, that, that's not true. Not buying that. Do you want to bet? No. I, okay, I, I'm I, back. I, I'm back. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I believe you. I believe you. I'm sorry. Here we go. Um, Wait, what's Mike Trout's on-base percentage? 438. What's um, Mookie Betts? Not 438. Yeah, you're right. It's 432. Uh, 431. Um, yeah, I read that wrong. It's still pretty good. Are you saying Mookie Betts is the best player in baseball? Yes, I am. Who has the better slugging percentage? 
Betts, but Trout's second. In the Who's end. got the better OPS? Daniel's favorite stat. Betts, but by a little bit. Um, it looks like you're losing this. Who's got more stolen bases? One second. Daniel. They're tied. Okay, yeah. Guess who played 19 more games? Trout. Bang! Alan, who has the better OPS adjusted? I don't speak that language. I'm out. Trout by one. What does that mean, Daniel? That means that it's basically OPS adjusted for ballparks on baseball slugging, so adjusted for ballparks and stuff like that. I argue collusion. You paid someone to create the stat. No, I didn't. I have no idea how it works. I just read it. Love that. Daniel, do you have anything else to say? or you're, you're... Um, Wait, I haven't started my argument yet. Oh. Mike wait. Trout right now has a 6.0 war. Mm. He's on pace for a 14.8 war. I did the math based on how many games he's played in a, over 162 games. So say he misses five games. So it's like a 13 point something war. Okay. Yeah. Let's look at all time leaders. Okay. Oh, Single Daniel. season all time leaders. Daniel. Number one. Holy cow. That's a lot. Oh, okay. I want, I just want position players. Um, Just one position players. I think the top ever for position player was Babe Ruth with a 14.1. So all, all the guys ahead of that are early starters or, or like early 1900s pitchers who pitch like 40, 40 times. So they can get a lot of wins. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like they were like very much responsible for every game they pitch. Right. And they pitch like 35 times a year. Right. And like the entire game. So – the best position player season by war is Babe Ruth in 1923, 14.1. Trout's on pace to have a better year than that. Wow. That's insane. Betts is having a very good year. But at the same time, like he hasn't been doing this for as long as Trout has. And Trout's right there in every single statistical category, if not better. So is Betts. I'm saying he's right there with him. Right. Obviously, it, it goes both ways. And Daniel, and, and and the thing, and and at the same time, it's much easier to have a higher slugging percentage when you play fewer games, and so, when you hit in Boston and just hit a double. Shoot, no, why am I yep. helping you? Yep, boom, boom, bang, bang. Okay, Daniel. Yeah. Oh, and another thing about Trout, one of his main weaknesses was he, he struck out too much. Now he walks basically just as much as he strikes out. And last year, he had 94 walks and 90 strikeouts. And this year, he's on pace for, like, over 100 walks and, like, a few more strikeouts, but nowhere close to where he was before. So he's basically taken his weakness and turned it into a relative strength. Daniel, I'm going to play my wild card because I think you did a pretty good job. Thank you. um, I had a uh, little wild card in store. Shohei Otani, best player in baseball. No, stop it. Pre-injury. I'll put money on it. Because he pitches and hits? Daniel, Are you saying, like, by the value he adds? Four in one, 3.10 ERA, 61 strikeouts, a 1.14 whip, and whip. walk, hits, and an in, in, innings pitched, right? Walks That's and right. hits per innings pitch, yeah. Right. And let's check what his hitting stats were. 289. Six homers, 20 ribbies, 15 walks. 
Okay, you're just saying it really enthusiastically. Confidence. Dude, but you know what I'm saying? His value. You realize Trout could be having the best season in Major League Baseball history. You realize Mike Trout doesn't pitch. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is a, this is a little lesson about life. Do you want to be average at a lot of things or like pretty good at a lot of things or the greatest at, 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 at one thing? I think each Mike person- Trout, but Mike Trout's also really good at fielding, so that doesn't really apply. Mike yeah. Trout might be the greatest baseball player we've ever seen. Shohei Otani's great, but a lot of his appeal is that we haven't seen it before, or at least for a while. Mike, like, and, and not like that he's like so exceptional that how he's playing, more that it's the, the spectacle of playing both sides of the ball. Trout <laughs> is insane because we've never seen this type of production for, from at such a young age so consistently, and he keeps getting better. Um, Daniel? Yeah. I think you're missing one really important thing. We've seen really good hitters before. We've never seen someone have a 1.14 whip and a 289 batting average. That's we've true. seen we've seen someone recently, a la Miguel Cabrera during his triple crown season, hit 330, 44 homers, 139 RBIs. We've seen something similar to what Trout is doing. I get it. It's greatness. In that season where he, when he won the triple crown, let's, let's, let's do a quick war check. Um, Daniel, one of our famed listeners. Um, he still Evan only Ch- had a 7.1 war. Defensively, he was not very good. Mike Trout is Daniel. The, one of the most well-rounded players we've ever seen. What's his projected war? This year? Yeah. 14 point something. Wow. Okay. Um, that's I'm double. Not- that's double. That's du- he, He's already he, – in that triple crown year, Cabrera's war was 7.1. Trout is very close to that already, and it's he's fewer than 70 games into the season. I rest my case. And just remind everyone what war is, wins above replacement. War is um, wins above replacement. Basically, it's saying that if if you replace Mike Trout with an average center fielder, the Angels would have won six fewer games. Do you think our listeners that didn't know that were wondering why Mike Trout is going to war so often? Um, I don't know about that. I think uh, we have some very smart, knowledgeable fans here of the Sockishoff pod. So I, I was talking about war a lot. I think they understood what I was talking about. If not, we explained it to them. So, yeah. It's all good. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, I definitely won that. Whatever. No big deal. I'm not even kidding. I did. You think you won or you didn't? I think I won. All right. So uh, let us know. You know, reach out to us on Twitter at Sock and Shoff. At Sock and Shoff. On Twitter, on on the twitter.com. And um, on Facebook, we're at Sock and Shoff. I think it's and spelled out, right? Yeah, we're at all. Yeah, no. And, and, and um, yeah. And uh, if you know us personally, just text us, tell us who won. We'll, uh, if, if anyone votes or tells us, we'll uh, tally it up and we'll announce at the beginning of next week's pod. And uh, I that one. Whatever. Great. Daniel. Yeah. Can we go into our next segment? 
I think this might be our favorite segment. And our last segment. Uh, but I think this was a good one. I think I, I feel good about this one. I feel good about all podcast, every podcast we do. But, but you know, sometimes like you don't you don't don't cry because it's over. Smile that it happened. You know. Daniel, you're a deep kid. Yeah. Speaking of deep, you know what's deep into the future? What? 2026 World Cup. Yeah, which will be taking place in. You. S, North America. Yes. U.S., Mexico, and Canada. With a expanded field of, what, 48 teams now? That's what's going to be? Yeah, 12 know. groups. That's what it is, I think. And U.S. guaranteed in the World Cup in 2026. Good call. We made it. We made it. We made it. You know, see, this wasn't a failure after all. Yeah. And here's the hot take. Ready? Daniel, quick question, though. First, do you think any of the games will be played in Cleveland? Uh, Maybe because the – maybe in Columbus. They'll probably – I don't know. I'm not sure. Daniel, just – no, Team USA's played here before. Really? Just last night, the women's national team had a game in Cleveland. Oh, awesome. So maybe. Yeah, in Brown Stadium. I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of a lot of bidding for uh, for different for uh, I think there's ten cities that are going to be able to have games in the U.S. So I think there'll be major bidding war. Love that. Okay. So ready for the hot take? Yes. In eight years, the U.S. will win the the U.S. men's national team will win the World Cup. What? Hot Sizzle. take. Hot sizzling take. Daniel, yeah. please support it. I, I support every hot take. I'm saying explain why you feel that way. Why do I feel that way? Well, I, I just think that with the eight years, I, I forgot who said it today. I was watching around the horn and they were like, you know, with, people can, there's time now that the younger generation can develop with eyes towards that World Cup. And we can kind of put all of our focus into preparing ourselves for that, for the 2026 World Cup. Mm-hmm. You know, we can develop our youth teams better. We can, you know, put more resources into soccer or football, football. As, as it is most more more famously called outside of the U.S. And we can kind of consolidate more of our efforts, not necessarily taking away from basketball and football and baseball, but we can. I, I feel like more people are going to gravitate towards soccer because of the opportunity to represent the country, represent the U.S. in soccer within the U.S.A. And, and also, the Team USA has had a little bit of momentum, actually, this summer. Um, we tied against France national team 1-1 just um, a few days ago. But I think we're not, not only going to win the World Cup, we're going to dominate the World Cup. Dominate. And, and I think it's important to announce that, um, what's his name, uh, Christian Pulisic. Yeah. Should be, should be in his prime. He'd be around 27 then. Yeah. I know. Maybe I, Julie. Yeah. You go. Um, maybe Daniel, that was so nice of you, man. I appreciate um, Hey, hey. <laughs> I got you. Thanks, dude. Um, Julian Green, you remember him? No. Oh, he wait, no, the, kind of. He was on the team. He was four years ago, right? Right. And so he scored a goal in last game. Um, so maybe he's on the rise again and you never know. Maybe we'll even play. I'm saying there's like, maybe I'm saying there's like a group of 12 and 13 and 14 year olds who are going to be stars in eight years. That's, that's what I'm counting. 
Love that. So are you recommending Fortnite should be banned in the country so guys have to play soccer? Um, may, I don't think – maybe. I'm not – that's not my hot take though. So no, it's not Riot. Okay. It's not my hot okay. take. The hot take is that we'll win. And that would be so exciting. Yeah. Great. If we were really good, I, 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 I'd have to get on board. I – I like the the energy around when the U.S. in the World Cup. I just feel like a lot of it's like, I don't know. It's like people like who aren't really sports fans just jumping in like oh yeah yeah USA you know it's like it's nice. I don't know. I, to I cap like off, it's a little bit phony. I, I don't know. Maybe that's cynical of me. To to cap off our episode of politics, um, I think a very important thing that USA needs to do is find a way to get into the Euros. What do you mean? Get to the European Championships? So they're every. But how can we compete in that if we're not a European country? That's exactly what I'm saying. We need to become part of Europe for soccer purposes. I don't know. I'm not. That's a very. That's a geopolitical take. Should that be a um one of Steve Solomon's tasks? Maybe. I'm not trying to be in Europe. I just want to be able to play soccer there. I, I hear what you're saying. I don't know if that's the best choice. You, maybe, Steve, if you're listening, we that are we we're adding another thing we want to see. We want AC and all the the, the University of Maryland dorms. Okay, we LeBron want and all, Cleveland. Uh, equal Twix Act to, to be passed, and uh, called the Sock and Shaw Act. Yeah, the Sock and Shaw Act, the Sock and Shaw Twix Appreciation Act. And uh, last but certainly not least, um, you guarantee that LeBron will return to Cleveland if you win the election. So, you know, and now one more thing. America needs to become part of Europe just for soccer purposes. But not be part of Europe. But not actually be part of Europe. Great. All right. So I think he's got it. I think we're good. Hot take. U.S. won the the World Cup. Um, Geopolitical take. U.S. will join Europe just for soccer purposes. Love that. And, uh, yeah, any any uh, parting parting shots, parting messages? Uh, no, I think that's all we got. So, uh, once again, thank you to Steve Solomon for coming on. Remember, go to votestevesolomon.com to, uh, you know, find out some more information. And it, this really only applies if you live in Montgomery County or, or the state of Maryland. I'm not totally sure. Um, yeah, really appreciate having him on. We had a lot of fun. You know, go Iceland in the World Cup. We're, uh, we're a pro go Iceland Browns. podcast. Go Giants. And, uh, you know, have a good night, everyone. Yeah. See you next week. We are out.